radical life. Today, what I'd like to talk about is change. Change is change. happening. Change is happening. A winter, spring, summer, a fall. Fall. And that's where we are today. We're on the first day of fall. Yesterday was the last day of summer, and one day it's 100, and the next day it's 50. Because yesterday, actually, was cooler than what it is going to be today. But change. We need to always be a changing. Seasons change. I'm not so sure it was meant to be this way from the beginning. Hmm. Not the change part, but the seasons part. You know, as I read the Bible, God created a paradise. And I know for me, I can jump on the bandwagon real quick that God did not mean for there to be seasons. He did not mean for there to be winter, spring, summer, or fall. He, I, mean, I can jump on that one quick because I would really like there only to be one season in the season of summer. I love summer. Winter, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. I mean, sometimes I guess it's beautiful, but you wouldn't call it a paradise. No, even in the summer, I wouldn't call it a paradise. Mm-mm. Although it's very often said on a beautiful day, just another day in paradise. Robin, what's paradise to you? Paradise to me. I, you know, I think I would agree with you that paradise mean life. In the winter, it's dead. I think in the Garden of Eden, there was probably fruit on the trees all the time. That's how I imagine it. Right. All the flowers were in bloom all the time. And there wasn't death like where all the leaves fall off. And right. I just don't imagine it that way. I don't suppose we have any evidence in the Bible of that, though. It's very tough to prove scientifically because in order for something to be proved scientifically, you got to be there. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've got tons of theory. But I'm not so sure that God intended from the very beginning there to be this change of seasons. But what I do believe is that he intended there to be change, mm-hmm. that mankind, that we would be about change, that we would be changing. When I say the word change, I think of that jingle that happens in your pocket or in your purse. Oh, yes. Some people have what they call a coin purse, and it's basically made up mostly of change. You stick change in it. And I remember years ago, I was a part of a fundraising campaign where we talked a lot about change. We asked people to gather up their change, put it in a box, put it in a bottle, and then bring your change. And as they were doing that, I was speaking quite often about the issue of change and how we need to change. For most, they find themselves, you know, like this gentleman I was talking to midsummer. I was talking to a guy who uh, found himself having committed a crime, landed in prison, and he needed a change. He needed a radical change in his life. And he told me that he'd promised God something. He'd made a vow. If God would do something, that he would do something in return, he would repay him. In our conversation, he'd shared with me that he hadn't held up to his side of the the vow. It's a kind of a bargaining with God. Right. You want to change, and so you bargain with God that if you can get the change that you want, you want, you'll make some kind of a change. A lot of soldiers do that in the... Right called the trenches the foxhole the foxholes foxhole religion trench religion they bargain with god yeah. if you save me from this i will whatever become billy graham <laughs> fill in the blank yeah but your friend did he keep up his end of the bargain no he said he didn't mm-hmm. i mean in our conversation when it got to that point he said you know god did his part but i didn't do mine mm-hmm. and he wanted to he wanted to So that guilt has fulfill, kind of been yeah. hanging over his head for a while. So I was able to lead him to a place where he could come to know Jesus. I was able to bring him to that place of taking a step of faith. He he seemed sincere, very sincere as he left that day, that he was going to 
make some changes in his life. And for in order for a person to really make changes, there has to be some decisions made. There has to be really a changing of direction of your life. Right. You know, the word repentance means to turn and go the other way. If you're in a car, we oftentimes call that a U-turn. Mm-hmm. Well, you need to turn and go the other way. Probably the most radical change that a person can make in their life is Barry McGuire said, a funny thing happened on my way to hell. I got saved, saved, saved. Mm -hmm. We need to make a turn in our life. We need to make a change. We need to find God and go towards him. And the change, I think, you wouldn't just turn right or left. You really need to absolutely turn around. Yes. You need to make a U-turn. Very much so. Because any path away from God, well, is a path away from God. There's only one path to him. So we need to get on that path. Wherever you're at. For me, going back to the seasons thing, I love summer. It's all there is to it. Spring is fine. I'm good with spring because I know what's coming after spring. Summer. But boy, as soon as I start feeling fall, as soon as I start feeling the change of climate, see the change of the leaves, see the change of the crops, the sun starts to take a lower trajectory across the sky, shadows change. As soon as I start seeing all that, I find myself getting a little down. Hmm. I really do. I find myself getting a little down. So fall is not your favorite season. Oh, no, because we're leaving summer. Right. We're leaving summer, and, and I know what's coming. Right. <laughs> you can try to talk yourself into all the you know the beauty of fall, the colors of the leaves. Some people, that's their favorite that's, season. And it is. There is no doubt. Others, winter. Yeah. Winter is their favorite season. They just love it. They love all the things they can do in the winter. I mean, they've got a list of things. They have the stuff, the sports that they enjoy, that change that comes. Well, you know, when you think about change, what I've heard about change is that everything is in a constant state of change, except one thing, death. (laughs) Death is just final. You aren't growing anymore. You're not progressing anymore. You're just, the place that you occupied on earth is gone. Except for maybe in the hearts of people, in the minds of people, in the memory, the books. But your life, the life you carried on, the, the life that you were responsible for, the life that you lived is no longer being lived. That's a permanent change. Permanent change and boom. What's well, going to be a spiritually permanent change on the location <laughs> of your soul. Right. When you think about the Bible, is there a Bible verse that comes to mind? To everything. Okay. To return. There's a season for every purpose right. under heaven. Book of Ecclesiastes? Yes. Correct? Mm-hmm. To everything, turn, turn, turn. Yeah. There is a season. Right. Turn, turn, turn. Oh, it sounds like a song, doesn't it? Oh, it does sound like a song. A little bit like a song. I could break out and dance mm-hmm. right now. It carries a nice melody. Can you think of a verse? I think about when a person becomes a Christian. They become a brand new creature. Mm-hmm. The old things have passed away, and behold, all things have become new. To me, the word change isn't in there, but that is the most radical change. Mm-hmm. That is the biggest change that a life can take. One day you're going one way, and it's the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And it becomes so evident when you make that about face, that you turn You've made a commitment to follow Christ. you become a Christian. The old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new and when you begin to live like that for the person who's made the decision huge change for many it's it's a joyful change it's a wonderful thing a lot of people don't like change if you're comfortable in a place you don't want to change means shaking things up a bit shake it up and they're comfortable they don't want to change you find that a lot in businesses when you're trying to get your employees 
implement a new change and the changes will going to be better for everyone. It can make life more easier and efficient, but they still right. want to do it the old way. Well, it's said that people, if you don't change with it, you chafe with the change. You rub against it. You buck the change. You don't want it. I liked it the way it was. How come we had to change? Yeah, I mean, what's wrong with the old way? Yeah, wasn't the old way good enough? Well, obviously not. Yeah, people don't want new ideas coming in when the old traditions served well. Right. And then if you look at it a different way, some people really want change. They don't like the status quo. They can't wait to make a change. And God's word doesn't change. Never. You might want to change the way things are done because you don't like it God's way. God's way is always a constant way where the world's way is always changing. You can't rely on the world's way. If you want something solid, a solid foundation, it's God and Jesus right. Christ. That's right. I was also thinking about the seasons and maybe that wasn't God's intention, but after the fall of man, let's say that's when seasons began. Then seasons became really, I think, a good metaphor. Right. Because God did create the seasons. Nobody else created it. He did. And the seasons can be a time of hope because if you're feeling down that it's fall, and you're going into winter, the good news is winter's not going to last forever. No, it's not. It is a season. So if you're in a time of winter, you have to hang on. Don't give up. Hang on because spring is coming. So I find it hopeful that there is new life. Yeah. Because you can feel like you're in a period of winter, but don't let that overwhelm you. In relationships, honey, mm -hmm. when you think about change in relationships, mm -hmm. if things are going really good, what's most likely... <laughs> A thing that a person wouldn't want to have to see change in if a relationship is going really good. Well, I guess that it wouldn't be going good. <laughs> I'm not sure what you mean. <laughs> well, death would happen. Oh, yeah. Things are going great. You got a great relationship with somebody and... They're gone. One of them dies. Doesn't matter what stage of age of life you're in. Mm -hmm. The relationship is going great. Oh, what a change. You started to base your hopes. You started to invest. You started to dream. Or you've been dreaming your whole life when you've been with a person, and then poof, they're gone. Yeah. Probably one of the toughest types of change that a person has to deal with is the, the death, the disappearance, the removal of a person from your life that you'd had these hopes and dreams, mm -hmm. these securities, these everyday familiar stuff. And it's, what a change. When it's an unexpected change, it can be really devastating. Right extremely right. painful if you have someone who's been sick for a while let's say yeah it might be a gradual change you know what the inevitability yeah. is going to be but definitely not pleasant in either no and i remember when my first husband died i went through an identity change because at one minute you're married and the next minute you're single I mean, mm, poof. that kind of change is yeah. hard to absorb. You didn't ask for it, but there it is. Right. Change. We definitely need to change from where we are in attitude, in our heart, in our mind. I think we know we need change, too, in our lives because every right. year people make New Year's resolutions. Oh, boy. With some kind of inward feeling yeah. that they need to make change. I yeah. think we all inherently know that we need to change. In some yeah. area. When I go to a seminar, it really puts in front of me by seeing and hearing other people talk and having them share things. I come up with this list of things that I want to change mm -hmm. in my own life, my work patterns, staff, <laughs> you know, 
Right. You just want to make some changes. Why? Because we want what we do to be better. And in our lives, why would we make a change? Why would we resolute? Because we want our life to be better. Mm-hmm. We want things to go better, look better, smell better, be better. And I think a problem we have sometimes with change is we want it to be instantaneous change. Right. And when you're making some changes, especially in your life, sometimes you need to start out with baby steps. Do a, a small change and then right. move and make another change. There usually are not instantaneous changes <laughs> no. when you're talking about improving yourself or, or a situation. Even if, let's say, your marriage is on the rocks, it would take a while to make the changes to get it better. Right. Better communication, whatever needs to be addressed. quote that just flew through my mind as you were sharing that was the definition of the word insanity. To do the same thing over and over, thinking that you're going to get a different result. Mm -hmm. If you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always got. And I ask people very often, do you like what you have? And if their answer is no, I don't like what I have. I don't like where I'm at. I don't like who I am. Well, then let's take a look at what you're doing. Let's take a look at your life. Because how you're doing things is what's making up the place you're in that you're saying you don't like. Mm-hmm. Well, then you got to change some things. You got to find something to change. Start with something. Right. With my friends, I always like to, I call it a game, but it's really not a game. It's a, a way to have conversation that could be, I think, very meaningful. What I do is I, I say to my friends or a friend when I'm sitting there with them, what would you do if you were me? In this situation, Hmm. what would you do? Mm -hmm. One of my hopes is when I share this, when I ask this of a person, is that they're not just going to let it be one-sided. I'm hoping they'll go, so Rick, what would you do if you were me in this current situation from what you can see? Mm -hmm. I'm hoping they'll come around to that (laughs) because I've got some thoughts. You know, the older you get, the more opinions you have. And I think for me, as I get older, I get more hopeful. I think there's hope. I think there's help. But without change, what is hope and what is help? Mm -hmm. If you aren't willing to receive it, if you can't receive the hope and the help that's being offered to you, what do you really have? But if you don't receive it, so you got to become a receiver. You've got to be an asker. You've got to know that Jesus, when he says, behold, which means take a look. Behold, take a look at what I'm doing. Behold. Take a look at where I am. Behold, I stand at the door of your heart and I knocked. I want to come in, he says. I'm not bursting through this door. I'm not blowing it down. I'm not stampeding. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. Whoever hears my voice, the Bible says, and lets me in, I will come in, he says. And I'll tell you, that to me is the most radical change that a person can ever go through. Think through all the different things, uh, the conversions that a person can make. I became this. I started delving into. And the reality is those things may cause change, but really not that radical. I've heard people who don't want to open the door to have Jesus come into their life. And you say, why? Because he might have me make changes. Right. They don't want to change and they fear right. that God's going to ask them to stop doing some things that they're doing. And the answer is, yeah. <laughs> He probably is, but he does it in a way that you don't think. 
Once mm. you accept him in your heart, he is going to ask you to make That's changes. Right. He is. But he is asking you to do it out of love for you. Yeah. Because he knows where you are isn't where you can be. Right. He sees where you can be and he will do everything, everything to move you to that place. He wants you to be like Jesus. Yeah. And he will pursue you and be over you and be near you and wait for you and be patient with you as he wants to lead you to that place. That's right. But it is the absolute best place that you can be is to be like Christ and to be walking down the road with God, with Jesus, hand in hand. He will protect you. He will fill you with love. Your life will have peace. When the storms hit, he will be there. Change is good. I think they call it sanctification. Be sanctified, to be set apart, to be different. So look to make that change in your life. Change is definitely a part of a radical life. Thank you for listening to today's episode on change. Remember, you can email us at rickandrobinmo at gmail.com. You'll find our podcasts every Tuesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. If you subscribe to one of those apps, then you won't miss a single episode. Talk to you next week.